Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about directions. Now this is our season eight finale, and some may be uh, wrapping up their vacation and travel time with their families. And, uh, you know, one of the most important things of traveling by road is making sure you have the proper directions. You know, over the years, there have been different ways that we've been able to gather or share directions in our travels. And I heard about a guy who realized how bad of a driver he was when his GPS device and giving directions said, in 400 feet, do a slight right, stop and let me out. <laughs> you know, in the early days, explorers used the sun, trails, and the movement of animals to determine where it was safe to travel. And I can remember the best way we had to get directions as I was going uh, through life there with growing up was to have someone write down the directions to turn and uh, then, of course, give the street names of where to turn. <laughs> you know, many times the most helpful things to provide were landmarks as guides to turns and to assure and reassure you were going in the right direction. You know, those early explorers we were talking about, they would do this when they would Note, uh, notate a rock formation that looked like a chimney or something else, and maybe a tree that had a specific shape. But as I was growing up, the landmarks were more like turn at the Dairy Queen than take a left at the Marathon gas station. <laughs> you know, when our family planned vacation trips, my mom always liked to go to our local AAA location to get a coveted trip tick, they called it. And it was basically a paper version of what we use today for directions. It was a page-by-page -page map that showed road names, road hazards, uh, construction sites, and any detours you might encounter on your trip. And I can remember being fascinated as a kid, sitting there watching the AAA agent bind together those little pages, and uh, they were probably about uh, four by six or four by eight or so. And then she would stamp little warnings on each page that had possible delays in store for us. Of course, uh, by the time we took the trip, I'm sure there were even more. <laughs> because the uh, problem with that, of course, was if you missed a turn, also it wouldn't recalculate your route like the modern GPS devices. Uh, but when my wife and I first started using a GPS to travel, it was before the days when it was connected to the Internet. And so to try and update the maps, uh, you know, it would take hours of a reboot, a kind of a download and a reboot. And uh, so we would just go without doing that because it took so long and we would go with it as is. So several times, you know, we would uh, travel, a road name would change or they'd add a new exit or something different about the way we were going. So you would have to resort to pulling out an old map again or an atlas and try to figure out where you were going. <laughs> More recently, we were driving from our hotel in New Jersey when we were visiting uh, that area. And we were trying to go across the Hudson River into New York. And there were so many slight turns and clover leaves in the route to Manhattan that the GPS would get confused and it would just give up for a minute. <laughs> you could see it churning and then show you where you came from, but not where you were going. And just when it came back online, we would have to drive through a long tunnel and then totally lose that connection again. It was just frustrating not being able to get our up-to-date directions. 
This also happens when you drive through the Smoky Mountains, if you've ever done that. They have no cell service available once you get into the National Park. And thankfully, we know our way through the the road there that uh, goes up and down the mountain. And uh, that's, of course, why we stay on the paved road. Now, if we hopped out of the car and started walking through the woods area, that'd be a different story. In fact, it's interesting, though, that uh, when I hiked the Appalachian Trail uh, back as a teen in the Smokies, you could always look for what they called a blaze marking, which was a white or yellow painted mark on a tree or a rock that showed you which direction to go to stay on the trail. Directions, you know, I, I know are very important in our lives. It can save our lives many times. And that also goes for the kind of directions that come with assembling products. Uh, I know that's often joked about how items from Ikea come completely disassembled. <laughs> and the directions are very necessary to make the product look like it should. And that again shows the importance of directions, doesn't it? You know, in the Word, Psalm 32, 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. You know, it's most important to hear and follow the Lord's directions in our lives, isn't it? You know, this is the case even when it doesn't always make sense to our human brains. In fact, one of my favorite scriptures, which I've shared in the past uh, on episodes before, is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And that says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. You know, other translations say, And He will direct your paths. And I think that's awesome to think about. Him directing our paths, isn't it? You know, we don't have to carry the burden of fully understanding why every single little thing in life happens the way it does. We just have to trust God and His directions. You know, maybe you aren't sure how to even have a relationship with Jesus to be able to hear His directions in your life. And that makes you feel like you're lost, doesn't it? Well, it's an easy step to take to find the path of salvation. Just say after me, Jesus, I am a sinner and I repent of my sins. Please cleanse me of all unrighteousness and come and live in my heart. I want to live for you and walk with you, Jesus, for the rest of my life and through eternity. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. You know, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we're rejoicing and the angels rejoicing. So just please send us an email. Let us know that you did so. And I'll give you that information here in a moment. But uh, we want to celebrate that with you. For you are now saved. And you have direction in your life. And knowing that is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church. And more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember that you can send me an email directly, as I mentioned, uh, if you can let us know if you prayed that prayer today. And you can send that to Pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's Pastor Doug, M-E-A-C-H-A-M at yahoo.com. Remember that we will be off until our season nine begins on October 19th. So get caught up on any episodes you might have missed from the past eight seasons and then come back in October for season nine. Until then, thanks again for joining us and God bless. 